0: I mean, B the quick fox jumps over fences fast.
1: How now, brown All right. cow? All right. Unique New York. <laughs> it's going. It's oh, already there going. there you go. This is Jason Macias with ZH
0: Hops and Malt, and you're listening to the Beer Mighty Things Podcast.
1: Welcome into the Beer Money Things podcast. It's what you listen to while you brew. It's what's in your ears as you drink beers. Today, I got a guy I've known a few years. He's got many titles. I don't even know where to put you. I'm going to welcome in Corey McDonald. And Corey, you can kind of tell me about, you know, where you're at, what you do.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, as Kyle said, I do a lot of things. I think I try to do things that I'm passionate about. And I've been very fortunate to stumble into careers that allow me to you know, get a lot of things met uh, for myself. So, um, you know, uh, I uh, I would say my primary, uh, the, my primary is I, I sell malt for Proximity Malt um, in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Um, and then as well, um, I brew beer at Second Story Brewing here in Old City, Philadelphia. And then, when I'm not doing those things, um, or actually while I'm doing those things, um, I'm helping people achieve their real estate dreams. Um, without real estate, we're a firm uh, out of Conshohocken, and been with that group for about about two years now, two and a half. Uh, I've been practicing real estate for six years.
1: So, yeah, love it, awesome. Hard hard to uh, follow you. You got? I don't. Do you have extra hours in the day that like I don't know about?
0: <laughs> Asked about that the other day um, you know and I, I get that comment a lot and you know, it's, it's you, you you quickly learn um, how to balance them all um and in addition to the to the jobs i think my most important thing that i didn't mention i'm a father of two little girls yep. um so you know you, you got to find time for those guys in there and then somewhere along the line you have to make sure you have a social life and making sure you're you're taking care of your non-work self um but yeah you just you just learn to budget um you know that's that's I think that's your tax dollars at work. I'm a former army officer, so definitely learned some uh, some gr- good lessons there about time management and you know figuring out where you need to be and how to do it.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I was just gonna say happy belated Veterans Day and uh, thank you for yeah. all you do.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so girl, dad, right? Dad's daughters. I'm uh, right there with you. My girls are nine and seven. They're actually off from school today, so you know mm-hmm. uh, why not do a little podcast while uh, we're all kind of hanging. Yeah, sure. uh, we're gonna go do some errands together, get a little Chick Fil A. That's what they've been asking for, so we're gonna do that today right. and just, uh, you know, spend some time together. So there you go, that's great. You know, talk to me a little bit about you know, as far as you know, Army World and prioritization, because I'm, I'm obviously that is something that has to be important for you to accomplish all you do in a day. Um, what mm-hmm. were some of the key factors or key, you know? Quotes or something that you took away or that you live with every day that helps you get through?
0: Yeah, um, prior planning prevents piss poor performance, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I think that's one of those things they, they ingrained upon you as, as, as a young cadet, you know, when I was going to uh, Penn State. Um, and, you, and you quickly learn, um, to as much as you can, uh, plan things. Um, you know, the other um, axiom you always learn is no plan survives first contact. Right and and while while you have may have the best of intents when that alarm goes off, um, you know when, you know certainly once you once you've rolled out of bed and um, click on click on the phone, your change and your intention for the whole day may quickly go downhill
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but you know it's 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 by doing the planning though that you're able to you know and, and you know this in your own business that you're really able to, to kind of work within and you know work within the bowling alley you know making sure that you've got you know and again as girl dads we both do this right you got to make sure you have the bumpers on the bowling alley
1: yeah, yeah um so
0: that way you know it'll bounce where it needs to go but eventually it'll hit those pins um, oh I get it. yeah, yeah.
1: And I always think back to the uh the Mike Tyson quote in that uh everyone's mm. got a plan until you get punched, <laughs> in, the get face, punched right? in the face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 the eagle the the email these days, right? You wake up yeah. and you know so I I try to get my workouts in before I even look at that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about workouts, you have some incredible uh streak going right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the uh, um we'll talk about the spirit too, when we get to it, but, um, I've got a over now, over three year run streak going of at least a mile each day.
1: One um, mile every day.
0: Right. Yeah. One mile at least. I mean, certainly, uh, yeah, I, I, in addition to the mile, I, I do triathlons and you know distance races and stuff like that, but at least, at least a mile every day.
1: So that's, that's great. There. Why yeah. is that important to you? Um, what, what, it, what started, what yeah. made you do that? Yeah. I,
0: um, so, um, When we were starting Bluebird Brewing, you know, know, starting any business, it's tremendously time-consuming and stressful. Um, And and being in the beer industry, um, uh, you you could quickly lose track of your your fitness and your well-being. And I was noticing that, you know, certainly, you know, um, the pounds and the long hours were kind of creeping up. Um, And I had a friend, um, and uh, she had a run streak going, and she was in my ear. uh, for a long time, Danielle Bridge. Um, I don't know if you've ever met her in your time through Blueprint, mm-hmm. but she's a personal trainer up the Lansdale Way. Right. Um, but she was in my ear, you got to do this streak, you got to do the streak, because she had her own streak going. And finally I started um, and uh, uh, just kept going. And I think you know the one thing that kind of cemented it for me is you know, maybe six weeks into the streak, uh, took a trip to Mexico and um, got the stuff um, the last day of the trip and woke up i thought maybe it was just hung over and so um you know set out to do my to do my mile at the resort there and um you know the, all my insides decided they didn't want to cooperate but I still i still finished the mile and um it was the worst trip home of my entire life i thought for sure that was the end of me um but um my that's always my retort is regardless of what i had going on in life i didn't die in mexico so
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: On the shoes go and off you go.
1: <laughs> I bungee jumped in Mexico on spring break many moons ago and I survived that. So um right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> ever yep. trust a bungee cord in, in Mexico, but.
0: I don't know that I would do that, but good on you. <laughs> We're still here. <laughs>
1: yeah, Are you yeah. familiar? Do you know Sam um, over at Bond Place in Bethlehem? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got that same streak going. I don't know how many years, but him and his buddy. I want to say
0: he's like only on. he might be double digits. Um, he, cause he and I were yeah. talking about that the other day when I was up there. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I can remember probably ooh, geez, two or three years ago, he was battling a very serious knee injury. Like he could barely walk oh, he no. was still doing it. Yeah. But and he's obviously healed up and keeping it going, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's tough when you get those, you know, you need those rest days, right. And you got to pick and choose and. You know, hey, maybe it's a 20 minute mile today instead of a seven. You know, you just got to. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I've got uh, another one, one, another one of my friends, she's uh, in fitness as well. And she was, she's always been, I think I'm going to start my strength. I'm thinking like, but what, what counts? <laughs> and it's like, just do it. You know, I yeah. mean, it, it's, there's a reason why a company has that as a motto, right? Just Absolutely. get out there and do it. And then to your point, right? There are some days you just have to accept that it's been, you know, kind of getting back to the original question. Of, of, you know, kind of how we organize and manage our lives and our days, you know, it, is you have to realize that that is, that's going to be what it's going to be for the day. You know, is there are some days where you're fast, you know, like, um, like this morning, um, I felt incredibly fast and, you know, did a great time for, for me on my run, but you know, not three days ago, it, I yep. down like 10 and a half. And it was just like, that's, that's, that's what my body could do. So,
1: yeah. Sometimes okay. you feel like your feet are stuck in mud, you know, right. um, some days you feel great. The yeah. You just did the Philadelphia marathon. Is that right? I did one of the first,
0: (laughs) possibly my, possibly my last. I
1: did uh, I did a half and I did the broad street run. I'll do the broad street run again. Maybe I'll do another half, but I really don't have like a desire to run a full marathon.
0: It, uh, it was, it was a test. Um, and like the training, obviously up to it was months and miles and dark yep. mornings and all this other stuff. And, um, and nothing, still nothing prepares you for a marathon. It was just brutal. <laughs> the coolest part though. I mean, you know, it, it, me and my buddy ran together and, in and, and, um, and of course, you know, he's he's my training buddy and he's a high school track coach and you know, um he had a, a running scholarship to college. You know, guy guy runs um four and a half, five minute miles per punk. Right. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. And that's
0: your training buddy, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, you're like Damn it.
0: <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he and I ran it together. But the coolest part of it is as hard as it was, um, we we had fallen significantly off the pace of where we wanted to be and we had hoped to be done at we catch kick off the Eagles game but we didn't um but we we got done just as the flyover was happening um for the game so that's cool. we had we had f-18s going above us as we crossed the finish line no so, way all right yeah that was really really cool that's yeah.
1: kind of like meant to be that's neat
0: yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah what was the
1: how many miles um had you had ran you know what was your longest run prior to that
0: longest the longest run i did uh in the train up was 16. yeah Um, just because I hadn't decided to do the marathon until probably the end of triathlon season. So um, I came right out of Ironman and Atlantic city and jumped into this training plan. So there just wasn't enough time to really build the miles up to like in the twenties. But you
1: know, I felt pretty prepared. um, So about the Ironman, did you do a full 26 at the end of that?
0: Just just a half. That was just okay. a half Ironman, seven point three, okay. and that's to your point. I think prior to prior to doing this marathon, I, I've been pulling with the idea of doing a, a full Ironman because I've done um, three or four halves, and nah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <That can't happen. laughs> were you in the mindset like, well, I just I'm already in shape. Like, why don't we just do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like literally, my buddy and Alan and I we were sitting around. Um, had, had, had a couple and he's like, let's do a Philly marathon. Yeah, 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 let's do it. We signed up right there and and (laughs) money spent you're committed.
1: (laughs) Oh, the best, the best uh, ideas come from some beer drinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations. That's a great accomplishment.
0: Thanks. Thanks. Um, I feel good about it. Um, Alan's trying to talk me into Brooklyn. So we'll, we'll, uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's
1: a lot. That's a lot of running. Mm -hmm. How long have you been a real estate agent?
0: But uh, going on six, well, yeah, um, did it right after, well, no, shoot, oh, my goodness, maybe seven or eight years, because I think I started doing it right after uh, Caitlin, my oldest, was born.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So How'd you yeah. get into that?
0: My um, ex-wife um, it, it is was uh, a realtor, and um, we um, she, she'd be doing it, um, and we'd be sitting around at night, and she'd need help with a search for a client. Um, and so okay. I started doing it, and then it was like, well, wouldn't it make sense if we could Man, you know, maximize just revenue stream, right? Like, yep. like any good, like any good business. So, um, <laughs> got my license, and, and then we both started doing it, and off we go. Yeah.
1: What has been uh, like the most rewarding part of that?
0: I love helping people. I, I think yeah. I tell this, I tell the story to people all the time. Um, as a former Army officer, as, and anybody that served will tell you this: the the, the service does a shit job of transitioning you into, into civilian life. And so, uh, and this is going to be a long answer to a a short question, but, um, left the military, settled in San Diego, um, did a whole bunch of different jobs, just trying to figure out what worked. And I I could never really figure out why I couldn't stick in a job. Um, you know, ran gyms, ran nightclubs, uh, did pharmaceutical sales, um, all, all this stuff, um, just trying to find your niche. And, And then, um. And when we moved back here to Philadelphia, um I was doing corporate wellness, and that was good. and I, and I was starting to fulfill that piece of me that was helping people, but it never really coalesced into something until um, I started doing real estate. and um, it, it what I really missed about being an army officer and having the troops underneath you was, was taking care of men and women. Um, you know, not only teaching them to be better soldiers, all that, but teaching them about life and helping them achieve their dreams. and that 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 kind of reward that goes to you. For helping them fulfill that. You know, you feel good. You, know, you, you, got, you got to see this young sergeant, this young private. You know, They've they, they achieved this goal that they're after, or maybe they just become a better dad or a better mom. Um, and so um, that's what I love about real estate is, you know, you know Kyle calls me and says, hey, I'm I mean, either whether I'm looking to sell a house or I'm looking to buy a house. This is kind of what my thought process is. This is what I want to do for my family. And you take that thought You know, from these are my goals to the ultimate experience of, hey, I'm buying a house. You know, I always tell everybody two most important decisions you're probably ever going to make are who you're going to love and where you're going to live. Right. (laughs) And to be to be honored, to be trusted, to be part of that process is really cool. But, you know, putting keys in somebody's hands and just watching that joy and then realize their 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 dream in that moment to be part of that and then know that through those relationships over time you continue to be part of it you know it's hey you know um my son just took his first steps in the house that you helped me buy you know and yeah stuff like that and it's like yes that's cool cool yeah yeah yeah. and of course it's you know financially rewarding and um but and and also uh, where i'm at i work with an amazing team of of all-stars so um there are people that um have been doing this at, at a high high level for a number of years and if you don't come with it every day you feel bad, you know, yeah. um, you feel like you're letting these really, really good people down.
1: So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Comparing that to the other jobs that you had, you know, you mentioned, you're like, I don't know why I didn't find my way. I wasn't really loving that. You know, obviously I don't think that those were things that, you know, provided a sense of purpose or passion, which is why you didn't care for them. They were just, you know, right. stepping stones to help you get to where you are now.
0: Sure. Sure. And I think that, you know, I mean, I'm kind of, heading off your next question, that's really what got me into brewing beer, um, as well is, um, uh, you know, from the other side of that is, is getting that experience of, you know, the first time I home brewed, it was good. Um, <laughs> and we, we lucked out, we hit out of the park. Rare, the rarely
1: time. do people say that. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> and we kept doing it. And, um, and, but that first time, and, and, and I'm sure you see it in all the breweries that you help out, you know, brewers, when they're handing that beer, um, to somebody, it's, 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 it's not just a financial transaction, right? It's that, Hey, I, I created this beautiful beverage and, you know, I'm putting all my heart into this thing and now you, you love it. (laughs) And in some case, you don't, in which case we talk about that, but
1: (laughs) Um, you 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 ask about it and you learn about it and and then you fix it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it just fills that party. It gives you that validation.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's back up real quick. Yeah. When selling houses in Philadelphia, like I'm sure you get to view some really cool spaces or get some great views out the windows that, if you weren't a real estate agent, you might never have known existed. Correct. Yeah. What What were some of what's What's something that's like memorable or notable?
0: Well, I think we'll talk. uh, We'll talk high end, and then we'll talk the low end. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Philadelphia itself in the city proper, you know, we have some really amazing neighborhoods um, and some um really wonderful architecture. You know, everything from you know uh in Society Hill um, just north of me here. We have you know those great brownstones and the historic architecture that's behind it. Um, but then also um, probably one of the favorite properties I've had a chance to be a part of is my buddy Alan's spot that I helped him and his wife Kelly buy. In South Philly, and it's uh, the the guy that redesigned it. It was an old cement factory, um, so big old um, you know concrete building, and they built this amazing um, townhome in it. And you know it, it's um, eclectic in how it's set out. You walk into with this wonderful kitchen and dining area, and then the next level has some living space and. An outdoor space that opens up to the sky above it, and then all the way up to a rooftop deck and with you know, tremendous views of the city and down to the stadiums and stuff like that. So it's you know, cool stuff like that, too. Bottom end of, <laughs> I was helping a flipper um, out in Bucks County uh, once, and we went into this one house, um, and you couldn't access the basement um, mm-hmm. from the house itself. So you had to go out through the doco doors. Okay. and open those up but when i go to you know the, the the guy and his family they're in the house they're checking it out so i was like oh let me figure out how to get in the basement so I go outside um go to open the bilko doors and there's a, a raccoon tail hanging oh. out so okay here we go um open open up the bilko <laughs> doors and the rest of the raccoon is hanging there um and then out um at the bottom of the stairs was his buddy apparently they must have Figured out how to get in there and couldn't figure out how to get out, and they were huh. just raccoon carcasses. So,
1: nah. so they, they were they were dead.
0: <laughs> they were dead raccoons, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And then also um, do a lot of stuff with the uh, rental side of the business for how, and so right. you know, renting properties uh, is pretty interesting because you know, um, you know, typically from a you know from a residential sale perspective, you know, if you're going to go see a house with a couple. Uh, or an individual, um, there will be nobody else at the house. But when you're doing rentals, renters don't necessarily care. So, sure. they're, I've seen quite a lot of things doing that.
1: <laughs> I will say that uh, following your Instagram, um, mm. I came across one of the one of the homes that you were you know had on the market or you were walking oh. through. There was a picture of like a jacuzzi, and on the jacuzzi was this uh, like a tray right? It goes across the jacuzzi where you could like put your book, put your coffee, put your candle. So I went on Amazon, looked it up and then I went and bought one. So you have helped me in my home. <laughs> I was like, it's this awesome. is the coolest thing. Cause yeah. you know, after a long run, I'm doing ice baths. I'm taking hot baths. I'm reading. And I was like, wow, I get this bamboo thing. It extends across your, your tub and you can put all your shit on it and you don't have to worry about it getting wet or whatever, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Cool. So thanks for that. I'm here for you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were you born in Pennsylvania?
0: No, I born in California. Um, really? Uh, family's uh, originally from the Bay Area um, in NorCal. Um, okay. and, uh, my dad and my dad, my stepmom uh, moved us back here um, when I was 12. Um, so hmm. from 12 on, I um, went to high school in Kennet Square. My folks are still out in Kennet okay. Square. Um, and then military and all around the world, and went, found my way back here.
1: <laughs> yeah, how many folks in your family or have uh, gone military? route? Just me. Okay, um, just you.
0: Yeah, my my, uh, my folks are are extremely liberal, um but they um raised us in an environment of service. Um so it's interesting to kind of see how my siblings have, have kind of gone off to to serve, like my my sisters in HR for the state. Um hmm. my my brother uh is a teacher at Selma High School. And then my, my, my my little brother, um, he has served on the Hill, um, working for different congressmen. Now he's a lobbyist. So it's like, it's just kind of interesting that in a, you know, in in a fairly political household, very liberal, that we would all gravitate towards service, um, Uh, and then end up doing it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Talk to me about second story brewing. Um, it's in the heart of Philly and the thing that, you know, I remember it's been years since I've been there, but, um, it's not often you get to brew on the second floor of a building and, you know, all glass windows. You get to look down pretty much, you know, over the tables and chairs down below. Like, that's pretty cool. How's it feel when you're up there brewing?
0: It's really cool. Um, I, and it's, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful brew pub. Um, I had done production brewing uh, prior to getting into second. And I love being a pub brewer from the perspective of you get a lot of creative um, freedom. And, you know, we have two core brands, everything else owner allows me to play with and do mm. um and but yeah brewing up on the second story is really really cool especially uh, you know when during service when there's a you know house house full of people and uh, you're looking down and, and it's, it's in a lot of ways performance art even though you're you know, practicing
1: <laughs> Yeah, they're dancing uh, with the
0: oh yeah yeah it's funny i was i was talking <laughs> to uh, uh on the, for proximity i was over uh talking to this uh, brewer over at artisan's or Jersey the other day and he had just started and it was his first pub brewing experience. And then he was like, wow, you got to think about things like you got to make sure you're wearing a belt, you know, make sure sure you're wearing underwear that day. So if you bend over, you're not giving everybody a show." That's (laughs) funny. It's like, yeah, (laughs) I guess you think about it. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: awesome. Cool. And you know, second story is a little different in that, you know, you guys have a full bar, you have a full menu. Um, Last time, that the well, I was the one Philly beer week I think CBC was that week also something like that in Philly and mm-hmm. like yep. Yep. did a big deal. Um, Second story had an awesome uh, release. It was one of the best IPAs I've ever had. They did a collaboration with Revolution Brewing out in Chicago, but it was you know solid IPA and it was on cask and I was like, what the hell? This is freaking awesome! So yeah, yeah, you know that was something that I'll always remember from Second Story. Um, what else do you guys have going on these days that you know you're excited about? Um you're you're drinking a beer now. Tell us about what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Here.
0: Well, yeah. Um what I'm drinking now is actually one of the proximity projects. Um okay. wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, did this okay. um with uh my buddy um up at Departed Souls um in Jersey City. Um yeah. and um so I've known Brian for um, since before even since before the blueprint days. I know Brian, was, yeah. Okay. okay cool, yeah, yeah, he does I know a the story
1: of, uh, too, you know, yeah. unfortunate
0: yeah, um but he does uh, a lot of gluten free brews, um so, okay. so he and i got got to uh be friends um and I was so excited when I started the proximity job to to actually finally have a chance to collaborate with him, so we did this uh big old imperial stout and um aged it in and i want to make sure I get the name of the distillery right so i'm looking um cardigan um whiskey or cardigan spirits they're a, a distiller up in jersey city as well, but they're uh, mascot is a corgi.
1: Gotcha. Um,
0: and so, uh, but the, what they did with the label on this is uh, Brian has his dog, who's an Aussie. Um, uh, that's his dog right there. They put the dog's face on a on a corgi. No um, but yeah, um, and this particular version of the beer is uh, it was done in the barrels, and then this has uh, chipotles, chocolate, milk, sugar, and cinnamon. In it. So really good. Um, okay. That's been kind of the, the super fun part about proximity. Well, you know kind of talk about their ethos in a while, but um I've really enjoyed um being able to collaborate in a lot of different spots and 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 learn from and and brew with some some really incredible and talented brewers. so I just noticed that I'm losing the power on my box here um, but yeah, with second um, we've done uh, because of uh, covid so um second second is a eighteen barrel system, and um because of Covid, we just weren't pushing enough beer through um so Wait, we, what really size did you say? Uh, 18 barrels. 18? Yep. That's unique. Yeah. yeah. It's a 18-barrel system, um, and we from that feed into um, we have six 16-barrel uh, fermenters, and then downstairs in the basement, um, 12 16-barrel um, uh, bright flash serving tanks that we roll yeah. out of there. Um, but um, because of the size um, and because of all the restrictions we've had in Philly, and COVID, um, we haven't been able to, um, and we don't distribute. Um, so we really had to try to innovate to, um, to make sure we have attractive product that'll move. Um, and so we've done a lot of collaborations. Um, so that's, you know, what we have over there right now, I think probably the most interesting one is we, uh, we worked with, um, the ladies from reveal and it's a, uh, uh, it's a it's a health beverage um, that, um, so Reveal, uh, their whole ethos is upcycled food products. Okay. Um, and so, and they distribute and are sold through Whole Foods, and, um, Wegmans, a couple other high-end places. But
1: okay.
0: the Reveal drink that they make is from avocado seeds. So they take the avocado seeds and then really do a mash, similar to what we do with brewing, to extract um you know the nutrients and avocado wonderfulness out of there and then they blend it with uh apple cider vinegar and some other flavors and so a mutual friend got us connected and we for uh, probably a year um kept going back and forth about how because because i i I was really feeling what um what they were doing with the upcycle because they're they're collecting avocado pits from restaurants all over the area which is cool that means less waste and a chance to get something out there
1: and it's i'm assuming it's free to them um,
0: so, um, and I really wanted to figure out how we could do it. So we ended up, uh, we ended up, did a, did a sour together. Mm-hmm. So we did a, a Philly sour using, you know, the, um, uh, Philly sour used from new, new, sciences. Um, and I think you had Dan yeah. on a couple of yeah. weeks ago, right? I
1: did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, um, we did a Philly sour and then blended it 50, 50, um, with their, uh, mango ginger, uh, reveal. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got a very special, it's 3.8% what it ended up coming in at because we wanted to a sessionable beer um that still had you know some philly character you know kind of where we're all at um and really also um kind of maintain the core um taste and feel of the reveal drink so yeah, really really cool one
1: interesting yeah okay and is that something that you guys um is that canned is that crowler is it on draft like what do you guys do
0: all on draft. Um, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't, uh, because of the size of second, we don't have, uh, we don't have the space to carry the blanks for crawlers. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, we don't have a, a space for a canning line and, and also because of our, our, our limitations, we, we can't even get a contract canner in. Um, wow. we've had a couple a couple guys because the building is it.
1: kind of the way the setup is. Yeah. It's wonky. Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's the narrow, the,
0: yeah, the main limiter too is that with those uh bright tanks being in the basement, yeah, um, we'd we'd have to get um, you know, whoever's contract rig onto the elevator and down to the basement. And um all of them were too big. So we would have had to run a line from the bright tank up the elevator shaft out to the out to the street. <laughs> <if you> can't <laughs> Oh my gosh. That, that dog's not gonna hunt. So yeah, so it's just uh, um on draft and 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 growler sales.
1: So yeah. Huh. It's interesting yeah. on Instagram, you know, on the second story, you can see, you know, you're kind of creeping through the basement there and the tax determination tanks and there's wires everywhere, you know, or tubes and pipes and shit. Yep. And it's just like, yeah, they're not getting anything in there. So everything is just draft. There's no canning and uh, no crowling. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, how has business been for you guys? You know, getting into end of summer, into winter. It's been all right.
0: We're, we're still standing. Um, and, you know, that's been, that's been the metric. Um, I, again, because of the restrictions Philly's had. Yeah. Um, and now, um you know, fighting with vaccine cards and and everybody' everybody's opinions on that, and we're yeah. certainly we're all entitled to them, but um it's 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 a daily fight um, yeah. in there and you know as as a brewer, what you try to do is just make sure your product's on point and yeah. give people to you know give people a reason to come out and check it out. So,
1: Are yeah. you brewing smaller batches um right now?
0: Um, I was for a little bit, um, yeah. doing, you know, seven, to nine barrel batches just to keep faster turnover uh, right. of the product. Uh, but now um, with, the, and I think that's part of the reason why we kind of gravitated a little bit more toward collabs is, you know, a portion of this collaboration gears are going out um, to the other breweries. Uh, that we're working with, so they will help help drive uh, pull through as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Love
1: it. Yeah, such a great industry. Everybody works together. Cool.
0: Yeah, it's um, you know it's I mean, as you know it's it's probably the best industry I've ever been a part of. Um, you know, because I can you know if I if I'm jammed, um, you know, with a process or an idea or even a, a supply issue, I can pick up the phone and call anybody. And you know, ninety five percent of the people were like, "How can I help you?
1: What can I do for you?"
0: Another five percent.
1: You know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, yeah. you're, you know, you're pretty tied into, um, you know, the, the ladies in the industry. I just did a brew day over at Iron Hill tap house with, uh, yeah, Avery. yeah. yeah. um, Brandilyn, um, Hannah, the whole crew, Meredith, um, Carly over at tannery run. Um, mm-hmm. but dude, it's just a lot of fun. Like we got together, we laugh, you know, they took over my Instagram for the day. Um, I showed up halfway through cause I had meetings in the morning. I was like, film the day, like, give us a bet behind the scenes. And they, were, they had a blast. So Oh, yeah.
0: And then you got a, a couple of those ladies that are queens of social media. So you, oh, yeah. you put it in good hands.
1: <laughs> I'm no dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, cool, man. How'd you end up with Proximity? How long have you been there? About six months. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, so Jason Macias, who you yep. also know, and I think he's had on as well, he's, he was my predecessor in this job. And okay. he and I know each other from our days together at the Shannon yep. Creek. Yeah, um, and I was looking, you know, because um, because second was was definitely slower uh, during the springtime. And I was looking; I've always wanted to get on the supply side of the brewing industry. Um, and I met Jay through the proximity, and probably two years ago, he started talking to me about it. That really, what what appealed to me about proximity is really kind of you know a, their way of doing business and and, and mm-hmm. malting. You know, um, we've got two plants: one in Delaware, uh, one in Colorado, and. Um, You know, with both plants, the majority of the barley that we're malting is coming from 125 miles um, from the plant. Um, So, you know, the idea with proximity and the name is, you know, we're growing growing closer to the plant. So it's reducing our carbon footprint right there and the logistical footprint. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, um, you know, we're growing uh, the farmers that we work with are growing winter barley. So um, what they're able to do is, you know, produce... Barley that's on par with anything that's coming from out west or even anything uh, over in Europe, um, but then turn it and then do another cover crop and a money, money producer for when that um, winter barley is not in the ground. So many of our farmers are doing uh, soy and corn afterwards. So what that means to them is they're making money throughout the year. But what it means for us is kind of a, you know, a global community is you've got now a carbon sink. That's pulling more carbon from the air and getting into the soil, um, so it's 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 greener way of doing business. Um, and you know, I knew that if I was going, everyone to go with supply side, it needed to be with um, a business that kind of approached it from that perspective, you know, to making this thing better. And I think, I'm sure you've talked to plenty of brewers that are freaked out because of all the climate change and what's happened to the global bar, barley crop. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're at Prox, we're we're fairly insulated from that just because of you know the things I described. Um, and so, yeah, I want, again, wanted to be part of a company that did that. And, um, you know, Jay has since moved on to Zuckerman and, um, afforded me an opportunity to come on here. And it's, 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 it's a a really cool job. Um, I've been, again, fortunate. I, you know, I've had some wonderful jobs. I get to blow things up for a living. I brew beer. Um, and then I get to sell for this amazing malt product um, (laughs) and company. So, Yeah,
1: yeah, I love the fact, you know, the episode 44 is my episode with, uh, Jason Macias, uh, talking kind of all things proximity malt. So if you really want to dive into all the great things they do, you can listen to episode 44. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about proximity, like again, proximity is shorter distances. You got a fresher product. So that could lead to, you know, lesser costs for shipping and deliveries and and quicker arrival times and things like that. So
0: you speak the truth and these are all things like um we're, we're busier than we ever have been in you know five or six years of business because of those things you know the global supply chain crisis and then also uh climate change and what it's doing to our
1: competitors so yeah so back to departed souls you do a gluten-free beer was that you have a gluten-free yeah. kind of malt
0: no no this is this is gluten full um okay. this, is, this is this is all proximity is gluten uh, and,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Extra, extra gluten in this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we're, our R and D folks are, are playing with a couple of, uh, gluten-free products. Um, starting to work with sorghum, maybe millet. It just, it's, okay. it's, it's, we're, 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 we're like
1: really, ancient grains.
0: We haven't really looked at that.
1: I feel like far. some of those are like the, like the millet and stuff. I feel like it's kind of, that's an old school, super mm-hmm. old, old crop, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just um, it's the difficulty in um, converting your malt house to make that happen, and our malt houses are ginormous. Right. Um, so they're beautiful. To, yeah, yeah, and to do something on the uh, on, on the size that it would need to be, we're still trying to get there. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Does it make sense from a business standpoint? Right. Yep. You probably have investors who are like, eh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> do what you good at. Yeah, well, and, and from the proximity side of the time, we we get that question all the time because we're we're just we're a malter and, and we produce world class malt. So we get all the question all the time when I'm in and out of breweries. Hey, do you also carry hops? Do you carry chemicals like a lot of the wholesalers do, like a you know a BSG or even a country malt? We don't. Um, <laughs> you know, it's do what you good at, right? Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like somebody coming to you to write a life insurance policy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you write brewery insurance, and you're very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I do a lot of key man though. We do we do it for the breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, what else? Any other collaborations that you have coming up? Um, whether it's yeah, proximity, yeah, whether it's second story.
0: Yeah, I'm um, actually uh, doing a collab with Jason tomorrow. Actually, no <laughs> Yeah, at, at Lucky Cat, um, and of course <laughs> that's being bre- brewed over at uh, Broken Goblet. Yep. Um, I, I think we're making a lager. Um, okay. but, but yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, um, like everybody I've, uh, I've known Jane and certainly scoats for forever. Um, so it'd be nice to get in there and brew house with them. And then of course, Bob will be there. So yep. that'd be wonderful. Um, so we got a bit coming up. Um, you know, I did, uh, wow. I, you know, I had second, um, we have an amazing, um, uh, Belgian wit that okay. uh, I did with uh, Hannah uh, from naked. Yeah. Um, uh, as well as Kyle from Triple Bottom, yeah. um, and uh, my buddy uh, Greg uh, from Proximity. He actually does um, float uh, fermentations uh, down in Virginia. Um, they're kind of a gypsy brewer. Okay. Um, but uh, he came up. We've been wanting to brew since started the job. And um, what we produced was a, a 9.2% Belgian win. Wow, so, that's high. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we ended up calling it Bedtime Story.
1: Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel like, yeah. You have one or two in here. You're, you're sleeping.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited about that. It's a, the it's banging beer
1: and, deer and um, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. What else? Anything else uh, with second story or proximity that's coming down the pike that we didn't talk about?
0: No, you know, again with Prox, I think um, we're we're ideally uh, conditioned for the market that's going on right now. I think um, we'll have a a gangbuster year. You know, slowing down a little bit as as birds start to get you know get ready for winter and the inevitable January slowdown. But yeah, the phone is constantly ringing with uh, the folks looking to switch their malt provider. Um, And then, um, but second, I think um, probably the most exciting part of you know, this, this time of year for us it's parties. Um, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're booked solid, you know, three or four days a week with, um, you know, especially now that, you know, we're sort of coming out of COVID, sure. um, you know, folks are getting back to other family parties and company
1: parties. And stuff like that. So you guys can rent some space there at second story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can do a full buyout and full buyout probably fit 300 people uh, okay. in it. Um, or you can just use our, our second story at second story. And, um, there's a, there's another fit.
1: bar up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I um, mean, probably fit hundred, 150 people up there. Yeah. So nice. yeah. Yeah. And it's really cool too. Cause you know, on, um, you know, the normal service day or Friday or Saturday we'll open up upstairs for general service, but and most of the time it's, it's rented out for a party and you get you know all eight taps and full bar behind it food service. It's great.
1: It's perfect. Yeah. It's a cozy spot, man. I really like it there. It's been a while. Yeah. I gotta get back. I'll come down and hang out with you. Absolutely. When you are out running, is there anything that you got in your headphones? Do you go quiet or, or how do you roll?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a, a big, sweaty, heavy breather and foot pounder, and I don't have a desire to listen to myself breathe heavy uh, or my feet pound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've been known so, to break a sidewalk before, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I listen to loud music. Um, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 have talked to plenty of my friends that, you know, listen with podcasts and things like that. And I, that, that, doesn't work for me. I'll, I, I, have tried it and, um, inevitably it, it, I, I find myself thinking too much about m- what my body's doing. Um, but you know, got a nice solid run mix. It's probably got over 15 hours of music on it now. Oh, wow. Um, and you know, it's everything from, you know, Eminem to shine down, um, some you know, Aerosmith on there. I mean, nice. It's all over the place. You I, get you know, some country in
1: there too, I see.
0: I was just about to say, yeah, Luke Combs, uh, Florida George is on there, a little Kenny. So
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way when I'm running or working out like words that are you know like a podcast or an audiobook just doesn't work because yeah, I'm just right. not paying attention to it, right? Um right. with my, you know, when I'm working at it's it's music, it's uh it's funny lately, so I started lifting weights again. I haven't been doing like weight training. Um, so I'm going back, you know, getting back heavy yeah. into you know, into heavy weights. And um, you know, so I, I did an old school workout because I do a lot of like hit workouts and do all you know, all this other stuff. Heck yeah, yeah. Um, which is super important. But I did a chest and back superset workout, which was like took me back to high school football. Nice yeah, yeah, and yeah. listened to a lot of like Rob Zombie. And you know that just the Onyx and like rap music from you know back then. It just felt I felt like I was you know 15 again. It was funny, just like okay, I remember I doing this workout you know when I was 15 to right? this song. You know, you can't go wrong with some slam. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! <clears throat> I'm down there rapping in my basement. My wife's like, yeah, you doing?" <laughs> right? Put <laughs> yeah. on Rob Zombie. My girls think I'm crazy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's some good stuff there. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah It's good. It's getting back on the weights. I, uh, you know, the next two months are restorative for me now that race season is over with. So yeah, I just got back in the gym and uh, actually did some yoga this morning and whew. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. There's two things that, you know, runners talk about uh, poop stories and not stretching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but now the season's over, uh, I can get into, yoga know, getting yoga, get my body back where it needs to be. But like the, like yeah, it was so painful. Like my, my hips wouldn't open. My knees wouldn't do what they needed to do. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> well, so I, I get the hip problem. I have a, uh, I wish I knew this 15 years ago, but I was not aware of what the psoas muscle was. Mm-hmm. And I heard David Goggins talking about it. And then I looked in and I was like, that's exactly my problem for 20 years. Yep. And nobody's told me. And, you know, I've been to, you know, I've gotten stretched. I've been to like some physical therapy to like, what the hell's going on? And uh, I figured it. I always thought it was my IT bands, but ultimately my IT bands are tight because of my psoas muscles. Yep. So <clears throat> I found a 10 minute Pilates that I do every single morning. Um, oh, cool. Literally did it before you and I hopped on here. Took a shower, came down. But since I started doing that, I no longer have hip pain. That's great. So literally 10 minutes every morning. Um, I'll send that to you to YouTube.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, this is I love this time of year. You know, certainly it's the holidays and everything that goes on mm-hmm. with it. But also um I'm not, you know, cranking an hour or two of, you know, running or biking or in the pool. Um, so you know, it allows you to get back and do some fun stuff, you know, and yep. you figure out that your body moves in different ways again. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or do- or doesn't move as the case was <laughs> this morning. Yeah, it's just locked up. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> nice man. <clears throat> all right, so you mentioned holidays. What's your go-to holiday movie with your daughters?
0: Oh, with my daughters. So you had to clarify that cuz the the obvious well, going cuz I'm
1: going to ask you, you know, <laughs> not with your daughters, but like die hard <laughs> yeah, the number uh, one holiday movie right. of
0: all time. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Well, my 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 Christmas Eve tradition is um I don't wrap gifts until Christmas Eve, but um I'll I'll make sure I'm alone. Um I get a bottle of whiskey. Um, and I wrap gifts and I watch Die Hard. That's Christmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Always has been and always will be. Um, but when, it, uh, when I'm with the girls, it's, it's Grinch. Um, they, nice. they love the Grinch and I love the Grinch too.
1: And is that and, the yeah. original cartoon one or is that like Jim Carrey? All of them. We'll, yeah.
0: Like we'll do them all. And it's like, Daddy, I don't want to watch this version of the Grinch. The second version of the Grinch. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. 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 My daughters and I agreed that the original, uh, the cartoon Grinch is the best. That's yeah. 100%. That's good, narrated and all that. Yep. All right, cool. Um, what are you yep. looking forward to most about the holidays besides the movies and the yeah, whiskey?
0: Uh, uh, movies and whiskey, right? <laughs> oh, getting family together. Day after Christmas, uh, my folks are coming here. Uh, my brother, who I haven't seen in three years, might just show up, all which right. would be really cool. Uh, Older, younger? Uh, younger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, every family has its own set of drama. And he and I actually haven't spoken in three years. Uh, okay. So I texted text him the other day. And looks like he's going to show up. And so that's, that's pretty exciting. You know, I mean, that's regardless cool. of the reasons why we haven't, just to be able to be in the same room, it's going to be pretty cool.
1: That's so great. Hopefully. Well,
0: yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can pull that off.
1: Good. I hope you guys have a blast. Uh, yeah. All right. You got a couple, uh, you got a minute here for some uh, rapid fire. Yeah. Let's go. All right, cool. Uh, bucket list vacation.
0: Bucket list vacation. Go back to Germany. Um, okay. so I was in, 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 I know we we're rapid fire, but I'll go down the rabbit <laughs> hole a little bit. That's um, that's uh, where I served uh, um, when I was in um, longest place that I served. when I was in the service, and there's no place like the Alps. Now, whether mm. you're hiking um, in the summertime and you know get that crisp spring breeze, um, or whether you're skiing in the wintertime, it's it's, it's amazing country over there. So, I always okay. wanted to get back and haven't. It. It's been Way too long, probably 20 years.
1: Yeah, make it make it happen. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> I came up with this question this week. Tell me about an expensive purchase you made that was totally worth it. Expensive purchase
0: that I made was totally worth it. Not I mean, a really house, not, not a house, yeah. not a car. Yeah, uh, blueprint brewing.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, um, yeah, you know, it's not a small investment to open a brewery. Um and um, you know, the place is still running and still making money and um it's really cool. No, um, I, I think that, that would be it. Um, I, you know, um, I think from the army, you kind of learn to live fairly Spartan. So I don't have a lot of stuff, um, but yeah. So,
1: yeah. Okay. Curly fries, waffle fries, or straight fries? Waffle. Yeah, I'm with you That's there. That's good,
0: because you guys are doing Chick-fil-A in a little bit too.
1: We are. About to get some <laughs> waffle fries.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> good memory. <clears throat> Uh, reading any books right now listen to any books podcasts
0: um so um actually I was just gifted um the uh the uh subtle art of not giving an f um, yeah. and, and so
1: uh, I'm mark on manson yeah
0: yeah he's got so, a new book um,
1: too Newer. yeah
0: so you know as you might imagine with 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 having so many different ways of making money I have a trouble trouble saying no and not giving it an and, and giving too many f's so i gotta let go <laughs> yeah i gotta, L some, more. I gotta L some more shit you know
1: <laughs> you gotta have a you gotta have a standard and stick to it mm-hmm. you know yeah. i get in that too where you know i, I have a goal to hit and i want to get there and you know from an insurance standpoint there's times where like i'll take i'll work on something smaller than what i say because i want to help the person right it's like you know i don't want to be a dick. Um, and you're kind of betting on them too, like,
0: right. yeah.
1: So, all right, my man. Um, what's in the fridge? Beer wise. The
0: fridge, uh, beer wise. So, um, got some fun stuff in there actually. Um, got a sour in there from Evergreen. Um, yeah. they're they're a new customer of ours. Um, nice. and I'm gonna go out there uh,
1: Monday actually.
0: Oh, cool, cool. They're 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 phenomenal. Ah, phenomenal liquid out that way. Um, got that, um, got a barely aged barley wine from, uh, Bonesaw. Okay. Um, a- 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 I like a- those a- guys. Yeah. He's a great brewer and what a beautiful space too. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, so I got those two. Yeah. Cause it's funny. I had to figure out what beer I was going to drink for this. Um, so this guy was one and then, um, got a whole bunch of stuff from uh backward flag. Um, nice. Girl Tori. Um, out on the, Tori's the best. She, yeah.
1: I met her at the army base where i guess the hindenburg right went down in jersey yep and she was like you know there's there's all these signs in the in the hangar that says like you know no pictures um do not climb in the helicopters and she's like get in there i'll take your picture in the blackhawk and i was like um i see all the signs that say not to and she was like get in there now i'm taking your picture I was like okay <laughs> right it was memorable that was cool yeah. she's a cool cat
0: so she is. Um, I, I, I tell uh, Tori and I have been each other for a long ass time. And, and I, um, I tell everybody that I, I can't be alone in a room with her because nobody's walking out sober. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, she's really it. good people and she makes phenomenal liquid. Um, uh, I was out there last week um, and was fortunate enough to pick up the, uh, um, she does an Army Navy beer um, uh, with um, uh, Satter Flag every year. Okay. And so, and with Army Navy coming up this week, one make sure I have some of that.
1: So. I'm going yeah. to the game. Nice. I never been. Nice. I just watched all these videos about the history and the rivalry and the uniforms and how it's just like a fashion show when it comes to uniforms. Yeah. And oh yeah, super cool.
0: Oh, and the, it like make sure you get there early enough to see um the cadets and the middies come in um so you can see all the patch it, it is what it is one of the most amazing sporting experiences you're ever going to be a part of and yeah they play football too but yeah it's yeah. so
1: cool yeah yeah no i'm super excited for that i you know was got a call from a client of mine i was like hey i got tickets uh, okay sweet let's go we'll yeah
0: that's it out. Great.
1: yeah we'll go out yeah. and starts at three at the uh giant stadium and uh looking forward to it so
0: that's cool yeah I, uh, um i'm i'm a, i'm gonna brew on saturday and uh my goal is i'm gonna start at six so i can be done in time to watch the game yeah yeah actually actually using the uh uh the uh YTH, uh veteran blend oh. so if you're gonna brew if you're gonna brew on army navy day you might as well brew with veteran uh, hops so
1: yeah when in rome my friend yep 100 yeah. all right cory well this was a lot of fun man i appreciate you taking the time that yeah, was great Cool. Well, let's stay in touch. Um, happy holidays to you again. Thanks for all you do. And, um, you know, appreciate your service and, uh, keep being you keep her, keep hustling, keep working hard, keep spreading that love, man. Thank Likewise, you, man.
0: man keep, yeah. Keep hustling as well. You push me. I mean, there, it, it's funny. Like I talk, talk a lot of people about, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, And we talked about it um, at the beginning of this, you know, using that Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. to drive your business. But also, um, you know, there, there's that part of you that you got to make sure you're utilizing it, you know, to take care of you. And right. I make sure I follow people to motivate me. And you're one of those people, man. Like, awesome. I mean, you know, whether you're working out, whether you're driving your business, whether you're spending time with your family, it's like, you know, those are the type of
1: people you want to surround yourself with. So, I agree. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. I'll let you hop. You enjoy your day. Thank you. Cheers, and uh, beer mighty things. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. I hope you learned something. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if so, tell a friend, leave that five-star rating I mentioned earlier, and comment on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on any platform. Spread it around the world. Let's make it happen. I appreciate y'all. Cheers. And beer mighty things.